Hey, this is Tasha Layton, and you're listening to the Christian Music Guys podcast. On today's episode, we sit down with Tasha Layton. Tasha recently released a Christmas album called This Is Christmas. Welcome back to the Christian Music Guys podcast, the podcast for Christian music fans by Christian music fans. And boy, do I have a treat for you to try this holiday season. Um, Spam has released a figgy... (laughs) Huh? You already lost me at Spam. (laughs) Oh, no. Well, Spam has released a figgy pudding flavored Spam. That's disgusting. So think about the traditional Spam. The classic Spam is pork, sugar, water, salt, potato starch. Oh. And a and a preservative. Because, <laughs> um, you know, you got to preserve Spam for, and it has to last for, you know, a long time. Right. Well, the new seasonal Spam includes fig and orange flavors, cinnamon, cloves, nutmeg, ginger, and allspice. That's disgusting. That's disgusting. And it still has the same shelf life. So that way you can keep celebrating the holiday season, even in dire situation. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> more dire than situation. <laughs> uh, I don't think I would want to try it. It says it's dense like steamed cake. Oh, no. This does not. Yeah, I don't think so. I will pass Oof. on that. I- I'm not a spam person and I would not be eating that. I'm not so much of a spam person. However, I think I might try it just to like say I tried it. Mm. I don't know about just, that. You know, you only live once, so you gotta you gotta try try things. Yeah, and if that kills you, then what a way to go. <laughs> I mean, you know, it it says <laughs> it says spam. The makers of spam wanted to create a limited edition seasonal variety that captures the magic warm flavors and nostalgia we all crave during the holiday season <laughs> mm, i'm gonna pass uh, i'm like i guess you did it spam you did <laughs> it well <laughs> i don't even know where to go from here That's so how gross. do you how do you get out of the sponge goodiness? it sponge sponge spongy goodiness Wait, is, it, is that a word? <laughs> oh, man. Well, we did recently get to talk with Tasha. Tasha um, has a wonderful um, testimony, um, great, powerful music, and um, talk about her latest Christmas album, This Is Christmas. And like we said, she will be on tour with Toby um, in January on the Hits Deep Tour check out this interview so tasha thank you for taking the time and chatting with me today yeah absolutely so uh from time to time we'll do some instagram social media stalking and a few months ago you posted a video with danny and jordan because you were on the jesus people tour uh, of you guys (laughs) shooting basketball 
Um, now, was that a one take or did y'all have to edit that thing like crazy? I knew, I knew that this was going to come back to haunt us. <laughs> the, the amount of comments is so funny because, you know, you get a certain amount of comments per post and the amount of comments I got about that shot, uh, just blew us out of the water. So, um, I, uh, I don't know what I should say right now. I feel like, uh, maybe the mystery would, would, uh serve it better i don't know <laughs> nah we edited it it's it's yeah. cool yeah it was meant yeah. to be funny like a like a really obvious edit you know uh-huh yeah it only took you about a couple hours to make it right no <laughs> <laughs> i don't know i i didn't make it uh yeah but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh so it's so funny you can't you come out of the gate asking about that that's right <laughs> So how did you get your start in singing and uh, getting into the music industry? Yeah, well, my mom says that I came out of the womb singing. Mm -hmm. um, I remember singing in the car, singing at school, singing in church. I really grew up in church singing, um, whether it was solos or in the choir or on the worship team. And um, when I got to college, I started out as a music major because I thought, I really um, thought, man, music is what I have in my hand to serve God's purposes in my life. And so I'll, I'll use that, you know, mm. and so, so then, you know, reached a point where I was really um, hurting from some things in church and ended up changing my major from music to religion because I was searching. But I always make the joke that I'm a music school dropout, which is uh, really funny considering what I do now. But yeah. Man, theory four was really hard. I mean, mm. I could not do it. was just hard. And I, I couldn't focus because I was just hurting emotionally. And so mm -hmm. um, that's kind of how I got my start. And then when I moved to California to go to seminary, I had a lady come up to me. I had not done music in years. And she came up to me. And she said, I have been praying about who to ask for um for a women's event that we're having at the school to lead worship. And your name keeps coming to mind. Do you do that? And I said, no, <laughs> I just flat out lied to her. <laughs> and, uh, I finally, you know, the Holy spirit really urged me to do it. And so I finally told her yes. And it was really powerful. Um, it stank musically because I hadn't been singing. I didn't have calluses on my fingers when I was playing mm. the guitar and I was really out of shape, but the glory of God really uh, was present in that place. And so I started leading worship again. And then one thing led to another. And then I ended up singing for Katy Perry and doing all this stuff. And that now I live in Nashville and I do what I do. Yeah. That's incredible. So so, I feel like that was a really long answer. <laughs> no, you're good. So how, how was it uh, singing with Katie? Uh, I mean, I know she, you know, her parents are pastors or were pastors and, you know, they she are, in, they're precious in yeah. upbringing and, you know, she started out singing Christian music. And so um, I've seen some interviews with her where the Holy Spirit will touch her. And uh, like, it's, it's pretty neat to see that, you know, that God's still working in her and through her. So, yeah, she's, she's an amazing person. And I think the whole time I felt a grace to be doing what I was doing with her. And I didn't feel out of step with God's will at all. Although mm -hmm. at times I wondered how God was going to use it for what I felt called to do. Ultimately, sure. I felt like it was kind of a detour at times, 
Um, but looking back, those detours have been such beautifully um, orchestrated by his hand, you know, mm-hmm. in all of it. And it's been amazing. But it was so great touring with her. And I love her. I um, I think the world of her and she is very loyal to the people that work for her. She's very good to them. And mm-hmm. uh, it was an exciting time because I was with her when she started out um, touring, you know, uh, she was still touring one of the boys album and she had just come out with teenage dreams. So it was sort of right when it just, um, mm. snowballed and, yeah. um, you know, the uptick of her career. And so that was a really cool time to experience, um, things and have a bird's eye view of that. Has she heard, uh, your stuff, your music? Yeah. I sent her some stuff, uh, probably a couple of years ago. And then, um, my husband, and I went out to her Vegas show in January and, uh, she invited us out to that. So that was fun to see that. And, um, so yeah, she, I think, I think they're proud of, you know, her and the team are proud of what I'm doing and they're sure. always really supportive. And, um, yeah, it's kind of once, once you're part of that family, you're sort of always part of that family. Sure. So this is a fan based podcast. And so from time to time, we'll get questions from the fans. And we had a fan, uh, her name is Kimberly from actually Louisville, Kentucky. And her favorite song of yours is Look What You've Done. Uh, And she just says the impact of that song has tremendously just blessed her and has convicted her. Um, You know, you talk about digging up the Mm -hmm. roots and that, that she said every time that that song comes on and that, that line, she's always convicted. And she's like, all right, Lord, you're digging up my roots. <laughs> so yeah, could you tell so, our fans about the song? Yeah, that, that song is really my life's testimony in a song. And I wanted to write a song that encapsulated what God had done in my life. And I think it's really about taking that finger of shame that the enemy points at you or that other people point at you or that you point at you. And turning it around and saying, no, it's not what I have done or failed to do. Uh, God, it's about what you've already done for me and what you continue to do for us and the grace and mercy you extend. And so um, I think digging up the roots, I think there were so many years of my life I wasn't walking in freedom because I had a root of something in there and I was seeing the world and myself through those lenses of that root that kept growing, you know. Scripture says the enemy is the father of lies. And I think when we believe a lie, it changes our perception of everything. And it really does take um, starting, you know, where that lie started, digging to the point where you find out where it all started and digging that root up and replacing it with God's truth. And because the enemy is not powerful enough to take us out, but if he can get us to believe a lie, we'll just self-destruct. So um, that the song means a lot to me and I'm I'm so grateful that it's meant a lot to other people. Um, Sometimes when you write something really personal, it ends up being really universal. And that's kind of the case with that song. Yeah, that's good. Thank you for that. And so now we are in the Christmas season and you just released a brand new Christmas album. This is Christmas. Um, I love every track. I will say my favorite uh, just because it's one of my favorite Christmas movies <clears throat> is somewhere in my memory uh, yeah. from, the home, from home alone. So I love it. So tell yeah. our listeners about this is Christmas. Oh, it's, I feel like it's so good. I'm not trying to toot my own horn, but I, yeah. I think the album is so good. It's so well done. My husband 
just did an amazing job on the production. And it's such a variety show of different sorts of music. I think uh, we've got some nostalgic standards and songs like the Home Alone theme, which, Mm -hmm. you know, we found out the original lyrics from John Williamson were Christian. And so um, it really fit well within the scope of the album. And um, we loved, you know, that little treasure of a find. And so between that and some fun, you know, jazzy tunes, some up-tempo um, sort of rockabilly, and then we've got some big band stuff and some beautiful songs with full orchestra. It's just, it's such a great variety of songs, some worship stuff, and um, and but I like it because it's fun, and yeah. you can put it on and just kind of keep it in the background and... Um, and, and listen to it while you're drinking hot cocoa and decorating the tree. <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, one of the songs that my kids love is Diddly Squat. So yeah, they love that song. It's such so, a, it's such a fun song. And then we, we redid one of the Alvin and, Alvin and the Chipmunks songs, Hang Up mm-hmm. Your Stocking. And uh, we've gotten a lot of response from that one too. Nice. Uh, so this is Christmas season. And so we are going to play a game if you don't mind. Um, okay. I hope you know your Christmas lyrics really well. So I'm going to give you a lyric and you tell me what Christmas song it is. Oh so, my gosh. I'm, <laughs> I don't know. I don't know if I'm going to be able to do it. Go ahead. So the first one is. You don't, don't even know. know that I'm really bad with lyrics. <laughs> <laughs> even my own. I, I, yeah. I tend to forget my own too. Uh, the first one is I don't want a lot for Christmas. I don't want a lot for Christmas. All I want for Christmas is you. Yes. Good job. That's one. Karaoke. (laughs) Tis the season two. To be jolly. What's the name of it? (laughs) Oh, gosh. I mean, wouldn't it just be Tis the season? It's Deck the Halls. Deck the Halls. See? (laughs) It's like scripture. I know lots of scripture, but then references, I fail, you know? So this one's maybe a little harder. Uh, Said the night wind to the little lamb. Do you hear what I do? That's right. (laughs) That's the name of the song. Do you hear what I hear? hear? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Uh, The next one is Bells Are Ringing, Children Singing. I don't know. Here comes Santa Claus. Oh, that wasn't even the song I was thinking. Yeah, that's a fail. <laughs> totally different one. All right, and the last one is One Foggy Christmas Eve. Santa Claus is coming to town. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, I knew it was close. I was singing in my head. <laughs> Same concept. See, I should have sang it out loud, then I would have known. <laughs> That's what I have to do sometimes. Uh, so this next segment is uh, just simply titled Favorite Things, but it's a Christmas edition. So I'll give you a word and you just tell me your favorite thing, Christmas. Uh, so your favorite Christmas song. Oh, um, Oh, Holy Night. Yeah. Yeah. What, what version of A Holy Night? I have a version that I love. Oh, who's... Um, I mean, didn't Celine do that? Yes, that is my favorite yeah, version. I, I love her. 
her version. I mean, she's just such an amazing vocalist anyway. She's like, I don't know. She can do anything. She can do no wrong. Yeah. (laughs) What is your favorite Christmas movie? Um, Oh, it's a toss up between Elf and The Holiday. Okay. I don't know if I've seen The Holiday. Oh, it's so fun. It's a, I think, Oh my gosh! Hold on, I'm gonna. Is that like a rom-com movie or? Yes, it's a romantic comedy. It's got Cameron Diaz in it. Okay. Okay, here we go. Um, Kate Winslet. Okay. Cameron Diaz, Jude Law, and Jack Black. Okay. It's cute. It's funny. Okay. You should definitely watch it. Okay. What is your favorite Christmas memory or tradition? Oh, now that I have a family, I think our favorite, my favorite tradition, I get my husband and my kids a new Christmas ornament every year, but it's always like really meaningful and has a, just has a meaning behind it. And so um, that's my favorite thing to do now. I think growing up, it was um, our friends who never had kids. We ended up kind of being their surrogate kids or whatever. And uh, they would come to our house every Christmas morning and she would bring banana bread. And it was like literally the best banana bread I've ever had in my life. And so, um, yeah, she still makes it. And she's, I mean, it's, you know, 40, probably 45 years that she's been doing that. And wow. we've had that banana bread every single year. Wow. So when it comes to Christmas decorations, are you more of a classic um, person that does you know, the classic decorations, or are you more of a Clark Griswold, go all out? Classic. Classic? Okay. Yep. Do you have people in your neighborhood that is a Clark Griswold and everyone has to stop and cause the traffic? And <laughs> Not not in our current neighborhood, but we have uh-huh. lived in neighborhoods where yeah. they stop the traffic and their inflatables yeah. were like bigger than their house. Yeah. 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 I grew up uh, next to a house, well, a few blocks down. And the guy had a mini roller coaster in his front yard with Santa and elves on the on the track, like in the That's you know amazing. on the roller coaster. No, it wasn't amazing because the traffic was <laughs> insane. And he had his own you know, like radio station. You tune in, and the lights went with the music, and uh, it was it was crazy. Like you couldn't oh even walk gosh. on his front on this front lawn because of the decorations. It was, it was yeah, there's insane. a neighborhood here in Franklin and Thompson Station, Nashville area. Um, there are several neighborhoods actually where people have like buttons that you push in their front mm-hmm. yard and then it starts a big show. Yeah. Um, I mean, they go all out and then they, some of them have purchased blackout curtains for their neighbors, you know, because <laughs> it's right. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, wow. Not us. Now, Ain't nobody got time for that. All right. These last two are not so Christmas, but they're just, they're just your favorite things. What is your favorite podcast? Oh, I don't listen. I'm so sorry. I don't listen to them. Um, yeah, I can't even name you one. But now you have a favorite one. Yes. <laughs> Christian Music Guys. There That's my favorite podcast. <laughs> what is your favorite or go-to Bible verse? Hmm. Usually always Psalms or James. So like um, Psalm 46, uh, Psalm 28, um, James 1. Those are kind of my go-tos. And then if I feel kind of stale as far as like uh, my prayer life and stuff, I read through this book, Every Moment Holy, a lot. 
Mm-hmm. Um, it's just written liturgical prayers that um, fit everyday circumstances. And the premise is like every moment is holy, even changing a diaper or working around yeah. the house or doing laundry. And he's written these, Doug McKelvey is the author, and he's written these beautiful prayers for everyday moments. And um, they're awesome. So I read through that a lot too. That's good. So what is next for you and how can our listeners keep up with you? Well, right now we're on Caleb Christmas tour. So uh, with Danny Gokey, Natalie Grant, Brandon Heath, John Reddick and me, and um, that's been really fun. And so we'll be doing that and right up until Christmas. And then um, January is a writing month for me. And then we uh, start hits deep with Toby yeah. and Crowder and uh, let's see, Cochran, John Reddick, Tarion. Um, so that's going to be really fun. And wow. then uh, I, I'm going to keep you guessing for the rest, you know? Yeah. <laughs> now, is there any chance that you'll join Toby on stage and do a couple of, uh, you know, rap rap uh, parts in his songs? or? You know, I really, I don't want to rap on stage. I don't want to embarrass him. Yeah. Uh, you know, I don't want him to feel bad that yeah. I crush it. You know what I mean? Right. Or maybe go old school and do some DC talk stuff with him. You know? I totally know all of those raps from that whole record. Like I know all, I know every single word. I, I ran that album in the ground. My tape like wore out like because I yeah. had it on cassette tape and I literally wore it out and I had to get another one. Yeah. Those, those, yeah, those were some incredible albums. So to wrap up, I'd like to see if you'd be willing to share something that God has been doing in your life recently that would help to build our listeners faith. Yeah. I think, um, what's interesting is I have never dealt with anxiety before. Um, just in my life, I'm I'm not like a super anxious person, but, um, in the last couple of weeks I've felt some anxiety trying to creep in. And I I noticed that it kind of has riddled our culture, um, Mm. anxiety and depression. And I, I feel like it's almost even a fad. To, to say that you struggle with anxiety and depression. Right. And, um, and so recently when I've been having those moments, I've been stopping to take deep breaths and remember God's faithfulness. Cause you know, in the old Testament, when, when the Israelites would get crabby about something, when they would, when they would get frustrated and say, Oh, that we were back in Egypt or, you know, God, please provide whatever. And, Um, They were not remembering how God had delivered them. They weren't remembering how he was a cloud by day and a fire by night and how he had uh, parted the Red Sea and, you know, miracle after miracle after miracle. And I think um, my strategy against that, you know, recently has been to think, God, how have you been faithful? You've never let me down ever. Ever, ever, ever. Why would you let me down now? Why do I need to worry? Like, why do I need to be anxious about this? You've got it and you've got me. And I think that has been, you know, really beautiful in recent days between me and the Lord and just kind of growing my faith in that way, just to build that muscle and have the stamina to stand against the spirit of anxiety in our age because. You know, things that are unseen are so much more real than what we do see. And I really believe that it's a stronghold over our world right now. And so we have to stand against it. And right. that's how I've been standing against it is just to remember God's faithfulness and remember that he would never leave me. He would never let me down. That's not who he is. 
That's right. That's so good. I actually talked to someone a few days ago and they were dealing with all this anxiety and they were just saying, you know, I have, I have this in my life going on. I have this and this, and, um, you know, my daughter is having these seizures now and, um, mm. I just have all this stuff going on. And I was like, that's, yeah. that's the problem. You have, you are saying you have this all. I was like, scripture yeah. says to give it to him, cast all yeah. of your anxiety, all of your worries to him and he's going to take care of you. But that's, that's an issue with a lot of people. They just want to hold on to it because they're like, if I don't handle this right, it's not going to go the way I want it or, yeah. or whatever. So, but until you give it to him, you know, you're going to always going to hold on to that. So that's, that's really good. Yeah. We're living from a place of striving instead of rest. Yeah. Is that your one? <laughs> I literally thought the word rest and I, <laughs> I'm not editing that out. No. <laughs> I know. That's amazing. I literally just thought the word and then I just got really sleepy. <laughs> well, Tasha, thank you so much for chatting with me today. And so you'll be on the, you're on the Caleb Christmas tour and then February hits deep. And let me, let me tell you something now, Toby, we've talked to him a few times. He's a very, very competitive guy. He likes to play yeah. sports and stuff. So your basketball, you can't Cornhole. be editing, can't be editing your basketball shots now with him. You got to just straight up dunk this on him. This is true. This is true. And I also need to get the cornhole boards out and start practicing now so that <laughs> I can just totally not embarrass myself. Um, he's like a cornhole champion. You know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, thanks, Tasha, and thank you all for listening. Be sure to check us out on all social media platforms at Christian Music Guys. Also, ChristianMusicGuys.com is a great place to go to see how you can become a part of our team financially. Don't forget to like and review the podcast. Thanks again. See you next week.